welcome back to Twice Upon a Time. This time, Roger and I watched Season 4, Episode 5, Breaking Glass. In the land without magic of the past, a young Emma bonds with another wayward teen, Lily. After breaking into a summer home, they get caught by Lily's father. Emma is devastated that Lily lied to her about being an orphan and refuses to forgive her. In Storybrooke, Regina enlists Sydney's help to find the Snow Queen and bumps into Emma on the hunt for Elsa in the woods. Sydney betrays Regina to help the Snow Queen. Regina, Emma, and Elsa are able to stop her, but not before she gets what she really wanted. Elsa to overcome her fear and Regina's compact mirror. Emma also discovers pictures and a recording that she knew the Snow Queen in Storybrooke and a foster home when she was a teen. Roger, what did you think of this episode? Not good. Um, too much is going on, for one. There are too many stories. There's too much Lily. Lily and Emma just aren't interesting to me on that side. I don't, that flashback doesn't do it for me. I don't love the Elsa-Emma interactions. I don't love the Elsa chasing after an ice specter. (laughs) Good, good word. Thank you. (laughs) Um, And through a cemetery in a land that she doesn't know. Like, is she dumb? And also, can she use her magic to light the place up at this point? I don't know. I mean, she can control ice. I mean, a lot of the decisions in this episode are just, like, incredibly stupid. Like, Regina and Emma come to an ice bridge that they didn't make. You have two choices. You can poof your way across the ravine or walk on this ice bridge. Let's take option B. Yeah, I... There's some good in this. Like, there are some parts that I really like, but too much of it is drowned out by, like, the bad. Um, I thought the B-plot in this episode was adorable. B-plot um, being charming? Yeah. Yes. Um, they, I will not say that I loved this, but they actually started Mystery with the Snow Queen and did not answer the questions. They did, though. We She's, don't know what she wants. She literally tells us, tells us what she wants. What she deserves. What is that? A family that will love her. Oh, she says that? Literally says that. It's one I, of I just stopped listening because <laughs> I didn't, I didn't want to know, I guess. Yeah, no, it literally says, I will have a family that loves me. Which, like, I thought was really cool. Like, oh, new mystery. And then they, again, just told us immediately what it was. All right, well, I'll take that back. Um, There were some good moments between Regina and Emma in this episode. A lot Um, of bad moments, though. Yes, there were. Um, In general, I did not hate this episode as much as some other episodes, and I definitely didn't like it. It was very, like, meh. But I was like, I would watch this. I was bored, and I think part of my frustration is that The Apprentice was a good episode, yeah, and it's like we came right fair. back down off the cliff. Yeah, and there's no Rumple. I didn't even mind no Rumple. Like, I actually think Rumple didn't belong in this episode because there was already too much shit going on. No Henry either, which a little bit bothers me. Um, but there are two, there's, what, three to four stories going on, and maybe only one of them is compelling to me. Yeah, I think that's fair. That's a bit of a problem. I also agree that the flashback is terrible. Yeah, I know what they're going for. Um, we talked about this in a previous episode where it's when, when Charming, they like kind of like force the lesson that Charming knows. They do the same thing here where it's like, well, no, like I, I just gave up on someone and now you have to believe in me. And if I was going to be like, I don't fucking care about your teenage like bullshit. Like this has nothing to do with what we're talking about. Yeah, the connection was thin. I will say this is slight. I can't even remember what the last time they tried to do that was. This one is slightly better. Because at least Regina and Emma have a conversation about it. They don't just, like, the connection isn't, like, imaginary. But I agree that, like, it, it doesn't. It's like, yeah, why would Regina, 
Why would Regina feel that way? Well, and like also, if there were, if if this would have been Emma saying like, "Look, I wrote off Neil without accepting how much he meant to me," yeah, I could see that. But her and Lily had bonded for like a few weeks. Uh, oh, I think it was a day. A t- couple days? Then I don't even think it was more than. So I think it was one day. Twenty-four hours? Like yeah. that's not at all really comparable. And we don't know this Lily person. No, and we don't. And that's fine to like introduce new people. But you have to at least show me the length of time that they meant yeah. to each other before you try to like make that connection. Agreed. Um, let's talk about Minnesota real quick because I don't think we have to talk about a lot. Yeah. Well, is this I, a bottom five flashback? Probably. I feel like it is. I, I also got like unreasonably upset during one of the scenes because I was like, okay, so Emma talks about how she used to live in Boston, the scene where they're eating like by the lake. And she is eating a fluffernutter sandwich, which is peanut butter and marshmallow fluff, which mm-hmm. is, like, invented in the Boston area. Mm. And I'm like, you put in enough thought to make that the sandwich that she is eating while she is talking about Boston, and you, like, can't make any other connections. Like, there are no more magic beans. Like, come on! Way to go, props department, I guess. <laughs> The winner of this episode is the props department. Their attention to detail at times yeah. is infuriating and um, amazing because it's a very inconsistent attention to detail. That's yeah. a perfect example of what you described. Like, there's only one way to get back if you ignore all the other 18 ways we've shown you to cross realms. Well, the other thing that I was hard about this episode is it, you've talked about this before. But it was it was kind of nice to see Emma bonding with someone. Yep. It would have been nice to see that for a longer amount of time. Um, and we know that something happens to, like, break Emma so that she, like, builds walls and isn't like this anymore. Obviously, living in a foster home is mm-hmm. one of those things. Mm-hmm. But that thing is Neil. Like, Neil leaving her. And, like, now all of a sudden, like, this is the thing. Um, we didn't need this thing. We had the thing. Yeah. And the thing would have actually been a connection between them. Yeah. I don't know, man. Um, I, it also just feels really hard, like, when Lily says, I hate my home, I feel invisible there, I'm just like you, I am, and it's like, fuck you, Lily, <laughs> you don't live in a foster home. My mom and dad love me too much, it's not <laughs> fair, I have to live in a home with people who want to shower me with love and affection, I'm just like you, poor orphan girl who no one, what, are you drunk? Yeah, I, yep. <laughs> That's, that I was just like, no, like, come on now. Uh, and especially because we, we, this is a show that has a decent amount of people who've been abandoned by their parents. You killed one of them who literally has this connection that would have, it would have been nice to see like young Emma, who by the way, we talked about this during the episode. So they use obviously a different girl for 13 year old Emma. Mm-hmm. And then I'm supposed to believe that 13 year old Emma turned into Jennifer Morrison five years later. Yeah, totally. Bruh. That's how it works. Bruh. Um, I'm sorry, Jennifer Morrison with glasses, because much like course. Superman, it's a of very course. different idea than if she puts those glasses on. Of course, of course. Um, yeah. Also, the I hate, they also tried to tie the flashback in the present with the Pop-Tarts. Oh, yeah. Emma still likes Pop-Tarts because she bonded with Lily about Pop-Tarts. Stupid, man. Also, like the the summer house idea, like oh well, no one uses them. I I will say I would like to know how the father tracked them down. She must have a pattern of behavior that he knew she would do this. Yeah, I mean, he probably thought like if she was gonna run away, like mm-hmm. where would she go that she could get to? And then he also foot. broke into the house. Yeah, I get. No, 
He uh, used a key. That's not his house. Yeah, yeah, it is. She broke into their house? Oh, I always assumed it was their house. No, that's why they have to get in the car and leave. He also broke into, because he didn't turn any lights on when he got in there. No, no, no. Oh, yeah, I guess he didn't. How? Yeah. Okay, I always assumed it was their own summer home, which I feel like makes it even worse. Like, that, fucking poor me, Lily. That would have been much more funny, but that's why they both have to get in the car, because, like, if he was taking he was taking her home, they would have just... Well, but I don't think they live there. I think it's their summer home. Yeah, but the, the situation was not, like, it wasn't... Also, like, if it was their summer home, he probably would have just straight up said that. Yeah. Like, he would have thrown that in her face. Like, it's the fact that... And I think that she would have known that. She would have known what? That it was their summer home and wouldn't have broke the window. But then that wouldn't have been convincing to Emma. It's fair. Could have, it could have just hit a key and found it. Oh, that's true. Yeah. That's fucked, man. Anything else on this terrible flashback? Nope. Great. Nope. You know, one of the things this show does piss me off with is that instead of showing me flashbacks that I don't care about, can I get more Henry and Storybrooke before the curse? Yeah. Would have been nice. Or, or not before the like curse, before. Henry now? <laughs> but like that, that, um, the things that we've always wanted the gap filled in would be nice to see. Like Henry, you know, we saw like the quick flash where he looked at Mary Margaret and was like, you look like Snow White. It would be nice to see him piece that together with all of the other characters. But we don't get that. Instead, we get a dumb flashback in Minnesota. Yep. Okay. Totally. Yeah. Moving on. This episode plot is so convoluted, I like don't even know where to start. So I have three separate sections. I separate it by Ingrid and Elsa, well, Ingrid and Elsa, which of course will tie into Regina and uh, Emma, and then the Charmings and Will being their own separate plot. Okay. Is there yeah. another plot that I missed? No, I think that's okay. right. Um, it opens, I'm pretty sure, with, I literally put, Snow Queen does something in Ice Palace. Yeah, I wrote, what was she doing? I figured she was creating the Ice Spectre. Sure. But, um, yeah. <laughs> I feel like it was supposed to be creepy, but I so didn't know what was going on that I, like, couldn't. I think part of the problem is that, so if this were a good villain, if this were Rumpel, Pan, Regina, because they would have done a better job of building that character up, we would just kind of know the malice is inferred. But, like, this woman is so bland and boring that I'm kind of like, are you... Like, even at the point she's like, I'm going to go make a snowman. And I'm like, that was just dumb. Like, that wasn't... Well, yeah, it was like they were trying to make a reference to the Do You Want to Build a Snowman song. Yeah. Oh, but like Frozen thing? Yeah. Hmm. Do you want to build a snowman? I feel like you're right, though. This this season relies too much on... If you know everything about Frozen, this maybe makes some sense. If you didn't watch Frozen, which, you know, I haven't because I don't want to, then this is just dumb. Well, and, like, I just don't, like, I feel like she's trying to be sinister in this episode, and I just don't buy it. She's cold whiny. She's like frozen Zelina. Yeah. Actually, in fact, I even... No. I, I feel like she's, like, she's, like, flat. She has, like, flat affect. She's, like, the opposite of whiny. Well, that's what I mean, but, like, she's, like, got complaints, but instead of emoting it in, like, whiny form, she's just like, I will have a family who loves me, and I will get what I deserve. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. it's just, she is complaining, but she doesn't do it in a whiny sense. She just, it's, everything is, like, almost monotone. Like, it's just, it doesn't, and it's not in a creepy manner. She's, like, just boring. Yeah. Um, yeah. The genie was good. The Regina-Genie interactions were really entertaining. Agreed. I, uh, 
I enjoyed the Regina Jeannie interactions. I think it's interesting. Like Regina promised Sydney in the last episode that once he helped, it, it, he she told him it was only temporary, and he's still in there. I mean, she did. She does what Regina does. She alludes to something, mm-hmm. but doesn't very clearly define it, which actually is what burns her with Rumple. Mm-hmm. But it's also what burned. You know, she burned. Uh, hadn't she done this to him before? Yeah, I mean, she, she like he he says that he has information about the Snow Queen, and she's like, "Tell me," and he's like, "Do you think me an imbecile?" Mm-hmm. And then, like, instead of like flattering him or like trying to get him to give her the information, she says, "I think I've trapped you in the mirror twice." <laughs> Which is not wrong, but I feel like it's not the play at this moment. I also don't think she trapped him in the mirror twice. The first time he trapped himself in yes. the mirror. Yes. I mean, she set it up for him, but he... Oh, well, no, no, you're right. He made mm-hmm. a wish. Yeah. She was completely she shocked. She trick him into doing a whole thing. But. She tricked him into murdering the king. <laughs> um, but yeah, actually, I think it's nice to see that, you know, he hasn't really been present for this modern Regina. Yeah. So he only knows the queen as, like, the evil, sinister, wicked witch, essentially, and now she's, like, in between that. And so she's not as good at control. She can't even see that he's very clearly setting her up. I also want to, like, step back for a minute. So Sydney has been living, or he's been in the hospital prison. Uh-huh. And I know that Sydney isn't a good guy and that he killed the king. But the reason that Sydney is in the hospital prison is because that Sydney confessed to setting up the kidnapping of Catherine. Mm-hmm. And he probably actually did doctor the medical examiner results of the heart. Guaranteed. And the phone. But, like, he did that because Regina made him. Sure, but he still did it. Right. But, like, Regina's just walking around and he has to live in the hospital. Like, they don't even, like, talk about ever trying to give him him a chance to, like get better i'm not saying that he would like he's such a weak human that like i just don't think that's possible but i'm not sure he deserves deserves this why what do you mean why for the reasons that i just explained he murdered the king yes he did murder the king that alone itself a lot of people have done a lot of things in the enchanted forest that we just like don't talk about (laughs) but what has my number one complaint been around here Hook is a terrible person, and they never punish him for his crimes. He went to Murder Bell twice. That's true. And he's, like, being a jerk to Will still. Yeah, a little bit. Good guy Hook. He has returned. Hypocritical Hook is kind of funny. He does seem to have, like, a moral self-righteousness about him. That It's kind of like how he, even though he was a pirate, he saw himself as, like, an honorable man. And everyone uh-huh. was like, but you're a piece of shit. Yeah. I don't know, man. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know, Sydney, the problem with Sydney is that I wouldn't trust him. Like, if I were Regina, let's say that, like, he gets devoted to a new woman. What lengths won't he go to? Well, and you see, I mean, he instantly, like, he, like, becomes sycophantic again. He's like, what do you need, my queen, for the Snow Queen? He's a puppy dog. Yeah. Yeah, he's just, like, blindly loyal. I also think it's weird. I mean, like... I guess the Snow Queen does have mirrors, which is what, how he found her, sort of. I don't really know how he would figure out, like... Because even if he could see her in her fortress, he, like, wouldn't be able to tell where the fortress is. But maybe his magic works in a way that I, like, don't understand. Well, 
If she had contacted him and told him, like, if this was the play. Sure, but, like, how did Regina think that he found her? I don't think Regina thought that far. <laughs> and, like... And also, she's never questioned how Sydney does his thing. She just expects Sydney to do it. I guess that's That's true. usually how, like, a leader does, right? Like, I don't need the details. Just get it done. But just, like, logically, it doesn't make sense. Sure, but when has Regina ever stopped to logically think through things? I guess not often. Who is Regina's worst enemy? Regina. Mm-hmm. Um... I also like that she realizes that she's been set up and has the audacity to be mad at Sydney. You tricked me. Yeah, bitch. <laughs> you tricked me. Twice. Twice. <laughs> uh, I also love Regina uses like a very interesting tactic to lie in this episode, which is to not lie. Instead of lying to Emma, she just like tells Emma truths about how much she hates Emma. Um, and I was like, oh, good move, Regina. Because, like, she's avoiding the question, which Emma should certainly pick up on. But she she also doesn't sound like she's lying because she's saying things that are true. Well, I mean, as, as I've said many times, the best way to lie is simply don't lie. You just yeah. answer a different question. Yeah. Did you do this? Why would you think I would do this? Is literally that in its truest form. Like, you, you switch the topic, and that's what she does. Yeah. Also, it's funny at the end, because, you know, you know the, the deception is fooled, and Emma's kind of self-righteous about this, and Regina's like, I don't owe you to tell you this. Mm-hmm. We're not partners. We're not even really friends at this point, and you wouldn't have believed me if I told you, which, unfortunately, this group has proven that they will not believe anyone who's not Charming Snow or Emma. So her point is valid. Like, if I'd have told you that initially I wanted to kill her and change my mind, she would have been like, you're going to kill Marion. Because that's immediately what she jumped to the moment she brought Marion back. Yeah. Um, I I mean, I think I think they finally moved beyond not believing Regina, to be honest. But I understand why she doesn't. They? I don't know. Like, Emma, earlier in the season, we're only four episodes away that's from true. her not believing that. That's true. Um, and, I mean, one of the things, too, that they talked about that I like the show finally acknowledges and Emma just won't listen. Mm-hmm. And Regina flat out says it's like, if I say no, you're just going to come anyway. Which is, yeah. you know, we talked about this back in season two. When Snow tells Charming, I need some space. He respects it. I Something Regina said was like so powerful. Like, you're trying to win me over so I can assuage your guilt, mm. but I won't. You ruined my life and there's no coming back from that. You've hurt so someone. So do what I do. Learn to live with it. Welcome to my world. And that was, I think, the point that I was making at the the split screen scene. Where, like, Emma is desperately trying to apologize to Regina, but it has nothing to do with Regina. It's Emma trying to make herself feel better for what she did. And that's what this whole episode is. No, forgive me. No, forgive me. No, forgive me. Regina's like, I don't want to forgive you. Leave me the fuck alone. But I do think that they finally get there eventually i don't know about forgiveness but like they kind of reach like a understanding like i think emma finally gets it i don't know that emma finally gets it i think regina didn't realize how important emma looked at her as yeah and i think that maybe changed how she viewed it because she earlier said like you've never had my back and you never will and i think when that statement was changed she was like well maybe this wasn't really your intent because she Earlier, she made a comment about how, like, it seemed like she just was ruining her life intentionally, almost. Mm-hmm. Whereas, like, I think the one thing you know about her and Snow is that they're reckless dumbasses. They mm-hmm. just ruin people's lives by accident. Which is sometimes worse. But the intent, 
I know Regina would say intent is meaningless, but the intent does matter here. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, at the end, they, they get to, like, Regina's really surprised that Emma mm-hmm. wants to be her friend. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Regina says, I don't want to kill you. And Emma says, see, that's a start. <laughs> she is good at those type lines. Mm-hmm. The kind of, like, not really funny, but trying to be funny in an inappropriate moment, almost awkwardish stuff. Yeah. And then they do that thing where they, like, really try to shoehorn in the message. I made a mistake not forgiving the girl for my best. That wasn't, that wasn't good. Stupid. Also, they made a thing about how, like, <coughs> Regina's the only one that would understand what it's like to be rejected. And at first, I thought that doesn't even make sense for Emma. But the more I'm thinking about it, it doesn't even really make sense for Regina. Yeah, I mean, I think it's more, rejected is kind of a weird word. Like, people don't understand you is a, like, people do not understand Regina. No, that's fair. Um, But people do understand Emma. Emma doesn't understand Emma. Everyone else understands her like a book. Hook understands her. Charming understands her. Snow doesn't understand her. Yeah. I mean, I I think, and Emma has experience being rejected for sure. Like, she jumped from foster home to foster home she had to watch that little girl get adopted and like she she what does she say to lily that's so sad she's like it's too late for me like i'm too old Mm -hmm. um but yeah i mean as you noted like adult emma kind of gets things that just like fall into her lap you have this person that pines for you and the pirate who yearns for you like even if your life was all about like rejection and being too old you, you fell into magic. You fell into a love triangle. You've fallen into a family. Like, literally, you're like the person who hits the lottery and is complaining, I don't have enough money. Like, everything is breaking. You found a son you didn't even raise, and now he loved it. It's like... It was really interesting to me that she didn't bring up the fact that they co-parent Henry together. I know. That's the bond. Yeah. Um, yep. I don't know. So, that was not great. And then the Snow Queen is just terrible as usual in this episode. Um, terrible. I guess, like, the the one mystery that they don't immediately answer is, like, why does she want Elsa to gain control of her powers? Because, like, that seems like what she actually wanted. Like, she she was making her afraid and she actually wanted her to overcome yeah. her fear. Yeah. Um, so, question that I would like an answer to, I guess. Um and then apparently the Snow Queen is powerful enough to Darth Vader choke Regina. Excuse me? I also don't really understand. I mean, we've talked about this many times. But, like, you know, I would say that, like, Regina and Rumple are magic generalists. Like, mm-hmm. they can do all the magic things. And then, like, Elsa and the Snow Queen have ice powers. Mm-hmm. Which Regina and Rumple can't do ice things. But... They also, don't do. I don't know that they can't do. Yeah, I guess that's a good question. Um, but the Snow Queen can also force choke people. I don't know. So, one of the things I don't like, and this is a common trope in many shows, if your goal is to make someone powerful and you keep having them smack down the previous person who's powerful, the whole Worf trope, right? You want to introduce a villain in Star Trek, have him beat up Worf. Yeah. Okay, so when we were in Neverland, we said that Rumpel and Regina were the two most powerful practitioners who've ever lived. Okay, let's pretend Korn never existed. In the last two seasons, you've introduced Zelina, who slapped Regina around like a bitch. And now Ingrid, who can force choke them like a chump? So is Regina just weak now? Yeah, I don't... Like, Emma, that makes sense. Emma's not strong. She doesn't practice her craft. I get it. Yeah, and she also doesn't... 
She also often doesn't think to use magic. Totally yeah. fair. Like, force choking her makes sense. Regina? Really? I... This is not a pro-Zelina podcast. Ingrid makes me miss Zelina. Yeah, I think that... I mean, we talked a lot about how the show did Selena dirty. Like yeah, they did, did, they just did not give us enough backstory about her. Like they, she has like very little characterization. And Zelina, like Ingrid, makes Zelina look like a masterpiece. Yeah, like we know nothing about Ingrid. Well, I also don't care to learn more. Yeah, like Ingrid could have been the woman who gave Emma back. And that would have been a good character. Like, she could just be a cold-hearted, evil mm-hmm. bitch. That would be a fine Snow Queen. But that's not what we get. And now she's overly powerful, choking Regina. I'm just like, again? It's the it's the same note over and over and over and over again. Yeah. Very disappointing. Very disappointing. Also, there was some weird, like... The way that Ingrid moved a couple times. Oh, the, the the get up yeah, from the she, blast when she falls from the blast from Elsa and then she stands up like it's it's like like she didn't use her hands and it was almost like a smooth motion that had like stuttering in it. It was really weird. Well, it was like her lower body came up and then her upper body popped up, so it almost was like a snapping motion. It was really uncomfortable. It was really looking. strange. And she also, um, I think she used powers to get up. Sure, but that's just weird. Yeah. Um, and at the end, when Sydney, when she lets Sydney out, um, he's like walking away, and she appears in front of him. She can teleport. No apparently. poofing. Yeah. Uh, so that's kind of scary. That's a rumple thing. Yeah, they they've made her too powerful. Yeah. Like there are too many things that she can do. Also, how come her snowman isn't weak to fire? Like, I get normal fire wouldn't work on ice magic, but fire magic... I've played Pokemon. Fire magic should beat ice magic. That's the way it works. Yeah, I mean... Paper covers rock, man. That's just how it is. Yeah, no, they... This is... This is a bad villain. And a bad villain in this kind of show is hard to do a good episode around. Or a good season around. That's true. Alright, are we done with the bad A plot? Yeah, do you want to talk about the B plot? Desperately so. Well, first, I mean, this is kind of related to the Charming Spot. I want to talk about how they still have Will in the fucking jail. All he did was get drunk and break into a library. Why is he still in the jail? Yeah, I don't know. Especially because, like, Emma even came to the point that, like, he can't go anywhere. Apparently he can. Well, I mean, he can't go anywhere outside of town. Oh, right. So, like... And he didn't, like, he didn't do anything incredibly sinister. He, like, tried to steal shit from Robin Hood, which I guess is not nice. And, yeah, I remember Emma found him wrestling around in Robin's tent. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then he gets drunk and breaks into the library. Like, all right. Not exactly a deep... But, I mean, as... Uh, this is also one of my point, things I wanted to point out. When we were arguing about Zelina, you said, like, oh, let's just leave her in jail because, like, she can just be contained there indefinitely. Will fucking Scarlet just got out of this jail. I mean, apparently he's slippery. Also, they only are feeding him Pop-Tarts and water for dinner? Like, Jesus. Not cool. Also, I guess I now understand how Charming became sheriff. Because Snow called him the sheriff and she's the mayor. So she just made him sheriff. But he wasn't the mayor. She wasn't the mayor when he became the sheriff. Well, he may, she may have been officially because once she cast the curse, she's the mayor. I see. But he, he started calling himself the sheriff in season two. So you said that. I don't recall hearing him say that until we got he to He takes here. the badge. 
I know he takes the badge, but he never said, like, we have two sheriffs mm-hmm. until later. That's true. In which case, when Emma was gone, he would have needed to be sheriff. <clears throat> um, Charming makes a fun little connection, to when he was once a member of the MCU. Yeah, Asgard. Yeah, yep, love that. That was fun. I also really... So I think... It's funny, because we talked about relatability once back at uh, Snow Falls about with um, Emma. I actually think it's pretty relatable, though, like, David and Snow. Like, David has a husband who's like, let the baby go. Like... I know that you're all obsessed with the baby. You still have a husband. You got to do things without the baby. You got Belle. Like, if you can't, it's not a teenage girl. We're talking about Belle. So you can take care of a baby. It's going to be an hour. Like, I'm just asking for an hour of your time. And she's like, but I got to be with Neil. I got to be with baby Neil. And, like, her point is actually more valid than maybe it gives you credit for. Because, like, well, you know, we weren't the best the first time. two babies. Yeah, two babies. Um, But, as you've said, you still have to keep living your life. Yeah. And, like, the fact that she hasn't been away from the baby for more than an hour is kind of terrifying. It kind of makes Snow crazed, which is kind of in a funny yeah. way. Like, she's, like, a crazy overprotective helicopter mom. Yeah. Um, and when David realizes that that Will is gone, the look of, like, utter joy on his face. He's like, let's go on an adventure. Let's do it. I actually like the go back a couple conversations where he's like we're just going for a walk it's fine we don't need to like we're just going out and she goes and we shall be in contact (laughs) not a question it was a statement of fact we shall be reachable and she just looks at him and he just knows like there is no winning this argument at this point like she is we're gonna have a walkie talkie or i'm not going and i do like i mean a lot of parents feel that way and apparently they don't always have salsa risks so i get it i mean i'm not a parent but that's insane to me let it go. <laughs> I mean, they probably all should be reachable at all times because, you know, at any time, like, Peter Pan might swoop in or the Wicked Witch might do a thing or whatever. But, like, not really. It's the fact that those things might always happen means you need some you time. It's true. They gotta they gotta have some you time. Um, but I do like, you're right, when he breaks out and he's like, ooh, adventure time. Yeah. Yeah. But and then, then they never find him. Where the hell did Charming go that he didn't see the same thing Snow saw? I He must have, like, walked the other way, but I feel like they walked directly past him digging in the sand. Like, Snow's point is, like, obviously you knew he was right there, too. You set this whole thing up. Made sense because I'm like, Charming, where the fuck did you go? Yeah, he was gone for a long time. Yeah. Well, Snow was going home. Right. And Charming went some direction yeah. besides towards the beach. Yes. But when he comes back, Belle had already left some time ago. Oh, yeah. He so, was like, still out there looking. it's been, like, well over an hour. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, he was out actually looking for the thief. And Snow is, like, so pleased with herself. I love how she smug she is. She figured this out. She's smug when she talks to Will about it, and she's smug when she talks to Charming about it. Oh, the best is when, um, you know, he like, Will Scarlet has no idea what she's talking about. Oh, yeah. And then and then he's like, well, why would I admit this to you? I don't care. And she goes, I'm also the man. He's like, I admit everything. <laughs> like, immediately realizes this is his opportunity. charming's response when she's like he really did escape and he's like yeah and you really pardoned him and she's like what do we do now and he says hope he doesn't get drunk and break into another library which is exactly what your point was like he's not a menace to society here he might be a menace to bell it's a menace to books well, the greatest magic of all no footwear is the greatest magic of all mm-hmm. um 
Yeah, when the Charmings bring the funny. And it was just kind of sweet. Like, yeah. I, I feel like she realizes... She, like, learned something valuable, which is, like, she needs to be herself. Like, she's still... She's a mom now, but mm-hmm. she's also herself. Well, and also, it was like a... Like, I think Charming's answer was very relatable. Like, I didn't do it. But ultimately, if this got us where we needed to go, sweet. Mm-hmm. Like, he kind of fell into it. Which is like... This is why I like their relationship, though, is that they do a good job of the little moments. These, the stakes weren't super raised here. No. This isn't the end of the world. It's just about Snow remembering. They're like, hey... You don't have to just be a mom. It's yeah. okay to be other things. And they're like, yeah, they figure it out. Yeah. The B plot is way better than the A plot is. Yeah. It only gets a third of the time. Anything else on the B plot? <laughs> I just wish we could get more B plot, less A plot. I think the only thing we haven't talked about is kind of the ending scene with Hook and Emma. Oh, yeah. Um, I actually thought Jennifer Goodman, or Jennifer Goodman, Jennifer Morrison was pretty good in this scene. Like, you can, she's, like, almost in tears, and it, like, really to me looks like a person that's, like, being emotional that is not used to being emotional. Roger doesn't agree. I think you just, like, want to defend her at all costs. I think that's not true. But, okay. A person who's not being, uh, used to being emotional. You mean, like, not used to being emotional in front of other people. Yeah. Like, obviously in private, the woman has to be crying and dealing with emotions. There's no way she's just ignoring them all the time. That's... Definitely not true. You people are insane. Thank you. Cool. Um, you, you think she's lying to herself at all times of the day? Yeah. Why? Well, it's not the same as lying. It's like forcing down your feelings. That's lying. Because you don't know how to deal with them. What do you think lying is? I don't know. I mean, by definition, if you're not being honest with how you feel, you're lying to yourself. Forcing your emotions down is lying to yourself. Okay, fine. Also, yeah. seems like a lot of work. Yeah, it is a lot of work. Um, oh man, that picture of Neil and Emma—the way that they're looking at each other, exuding energy out of that photo. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and then apparently Emma lived in a foster home with the Snow Queen. She, <laughs> she still remember. has the glasses. I know. She's she's sentimental, apparently. Uh, well, the ring I didn't recognize. Yeah, I think it's just meant... Maybe she was wearing it in the flashback. I don't know. Uh, mood ring, it looked like? Oh, didn't Lily give it to her? Maybe. Yeah, she did. Okay. She did. Okay. Um, also, how did she keep all that stuff moving from home to home and running away? That's a good question. Because she always talked about, like, isn't Emma the person who keeps running away from a place? Yeah. So she was running away but constantly keeping keepsakes? I mean, it's only one box, but yeah. Okay, still. I mean, like, that's... When you're whatever age she was, when she's running from place to place, kicking a box is difficult. Yeah. I mean, when she was younger, the box might have been smaller. Like, it might only That's have fair. been that small box that was inside sure. of the, the box. And it's gotten, as she's gotten older. Yeah. Well, she also maybe didn't always take it with her, but she always got caught and brought back into a home. Oh, that's fair. Um, so, I don't know. Um, but yeah, the Snow Queen, she lives in a foster home with the Snow Queen. Apparently the Snow Queen is in the land of that magic. And erased her memories of it. And erased her memories of it. And we got confirmation based on the timing of the photos that they were looking through with Elsa. Those were taken during season one, which was during the first curse. So the Snow Queen has been here since the first curse. Unless those photos were doctored. But No. It just doesn't make sense that, like, why would Emma be randomly talking to the ice cream? Like, something about this is off. Well, yeah. Yeah. Like, I'm no, I, it makes sense, but I, yeah. Right. <laughs> As of now, it makes no sense. 
Um, anything else? No. The less we talk about this, the better. All right. Favorite moment. I actually have three. Well, two, sort of. I'm impressed at your ability to dig out favorite moments in bad episodes. It's a talent. I have two, though. <laughs> so. Yeah. <laughs> but you're able to do it consistently. Yeah. Um, I think it's because, like I said, even the, the episodes that I don't like, there's usually some good things. Yeah. And yeah, those sure. are, like, all of my favorite moments. Fair. Um, the entire B-plot is my favorite moment. Specifically, when Will says, you're married to the blonde, and then Snow says, that's my daughter, other sheriff. And he, like, gets this really confused look on his face, and he's like, what now? I mean, in fairness, (laughs) what you just told him is that the woman who looks my age is my daughter. Yep, I know, it's just hilarious. His point is valid, like, the fuck? (laughs) I mean, he, Peter Pan had the same reaction. He was yeah. like, uh, you think it's weird that I'm younger than Rumple, and yet somehow you're the same age as your daughter it's over true. here? Yep. Um, so my one of my favorite moments is the B-plot, but specifically Snow White being so smug that she's seen through yeah. Charming's deception. Yeah. And she's just so proud of herself. She's like, you did a good job, babe. And he's like, what the fuck are you talking about? And then she's like, wait, wait. Like that whole like smugness to, uh-oh. Uh oh, uh oh, I got uh-huh. this completely wrong. And he's just like, You did. That's great. Yeah. Um, my second favorite moment is actually in the flashback because it's hmm. so silly. Uh, when Lily's dad shows up in the house, Emma grabs a candlestick off of the mantle like fucking Colonel Mustard. Like she is ready to bash that guy's head in with a candlestick. Which would make sense <laughs> if she was sneaking up behind him. <laughs> but yeah. Candlestick. <laughs> in the observatory? In. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, nope, that was not my second favorite moment. I actually really like the scene where Regina admits that she lives with the guilt mm-hmm. despite not yeah, having I regrets. Yeah, I agree. That's a good one. Because back in Neverland, she said, I don't regret anything, but this actually says that, but I still do feel guilty. I would do it again, even though I acknowledge it's wrong. But yeah, that sucks. I know that I've screwed yeah. people over. That's fair. Um, I have two most ridiculous moments. Same. And mine are both Snow Queen related. Uh, yeah, mine are both Regina related. Okay. Um, mine are, well, uh, the Snow Queen tries to be sinister to Elsa. Like when Elsa's in the, the ice like, chains. Ice chains. I, I don't even remember what she said, but it was just not good. I, I would try to comfort you, but your fear is what I need right now. Yeah, I don't or like know. you should be scared or something. It was, was bad like, dialogue okay. and bad delivery. No, I 100% agree with that. Um, my like second most ridiculous moment was when the snowman is fighting Regina and Emma. Regina's magic is like pink red salmon color. It's red. Okay, let's trust the person who's not colorblind here. Mm-hmm. But it, it's not the it's not the usual color we're used to. No, it's not purple. And so I, I suspected, I was like, oh well theoretically maybe because she can use light magic, it's just lightening up. Which would make sense. And then five minutes later when she poofs off, it's back to the normal it's purple. purple. The fuck is going on right now? Like, I get maybe between shows it being inconsistent. We're talking about scenes. Five, not even like scenes at the beginning of the early part of the episode. We're literally talking about like five minutes between. So is magic, is it based on what you're doing? Maybe. Like something know. is off. I don't know, man. Yeah, but that, I was just like, that the colors aren't even right. And my second one I already talked about, Snow Queen force choking Regina and Emma. Oh, that's what terrible. Oh, that was so terrible. That's not a thing. I mean, it is a thing because Zelina did the same thing. It's just stupid. Now, Cora doing that? I believe that. That makes sense. Um, I'm surprised you don't have this one. So there's an ice bridge. And you have magic. Yes. <laughs> Option A, walk across it. 
Option B, poof across it. We're going to walk across this ice bridge. And you can't tell me it's because Regina can't see where they're going because they can see the other side of the bridge. Also, then on top of that, when it was falling apart... They still run. They run and then jump yeah. with no traction on ice. Like, I know That's how friction ridiculous. works. And are able to make an Olympic-level jump to the edge. Are these two super athletes? Like, Charming doing that kind of is consistent. Or Neil? No. Come on. That's that, This was just dumb. Yeah. Yeah. Um, loser. I have two. I have one. I have a really hard time choosing a loser, actually. Hmm. Like, I, I feel like a lot of people lost stuff in this episode, but I don't know that anyone, like, lost all the things. Okay. Um, I chose Emma. Wow. Yeah, don't be telling me I never, I defend Emma at all costs. You do defend Emma at all costs. You can acknowledge she lost while still defending her. Those are different things. I, I had a hard time choosing her because I feel like at the end, like, her and Regina, like, reached an understanding. But I think, like, she's just kind of a dick throughout most of the episode. And the Snow Queen has, like, really duped her bad. Like, both, she gets force choked by the Snow Queen. Elsa has to save her. And... Like, the Snow Queen no, like, took her memories. Yeah. And she, like, has no idea what's going on. I didn't actually choose Emma because it feels like she's just stuck in the same spot she was before. Fair. But your point is valid. She did She did find out now the, like, depth of the deception that she's dealt with. Yeah. Um, so I have two losers. Okay. One of them is Lily. Yeah, I, I thought about choosing Lily. Thought you had a friend. Now, I think the bigger problem is that, like, Lily's plan was dumb as shit. Yeah, it was bad. Which is, are the reason I kind of made her a loser? Like, really? Like, just, why didn't you just be honest and say, like, I ran away from home because I don't feel, like, you didn't actually have to lie. You could have said, like, yeah, I have a family, but I don't feel a part of them, and I feel like an orphan. I bet it would have been fine. But instead, you do the dumb, dumb, dumb plan. I'm just like you. Yeah. <laughs> no. Uh, and then I have Regina. And a big part of that is because of the Sydney thing. Yeah. Like, you got tricked by the genie. You've spent... No, that's a good choice. ...years that's tricking the one. genie, and now you've... I don't want to say fallen, but you've kind of gotten so weak that you can't see that Sydney is playing you. Like, Sydney. Yeah. Sydney has decided to leave you. The man who was devoted to you about anything and everything. What do you need, my queen? Yeah. What can I do for you? Yeah. I mean, that's a... That's a good choice. That's a rough one there. Like, the weakest man in the show... Had enough backbone to turn on you. Yeah. Excuse me. I got three winners. I have two. I didn't have as hard of a time with the winners. I didn't either. I didn't have a hard time with winners. I'm curious who you... I think we probably have two of the same. I'm curious who your third one I'm almost positive I know who the one you didn't choose. I bet one of yours is Snow. No, I did not choose Snow. I'm fascinated by it. Yeah, Snow White for sure. She figured out who she was again. Oh, yeah, I get you know, that. And That's she good. won the B-plot, That's I would good. say. Even though she gets tricked by Will, kind of, it was yeah. like... She still got to where she needed to go. Yeah. Um, okay, then who's your second winner? Uh, Will Scarlet. I did not include Will. I forgot about him entirely. Um, that's why I didn't choose Snow. Oh. He won. <laughs> what did he really get? Though? I mean, she, she, you're totally right. Yeah. She won her, um, she like won herself back in, essentially. Sure. But Will, uh, <laughs> Will escaped from jail and when he was caught, uh, fell into the most amazing uh, out, and now he's not in trouble anymore. <laughs> yeah. You know who else is a loser? That jail. Yeah. That thing is... How did he get out? Because I told you, it's not that hard to break did out of a jail cell. For, like, 
lockpick things? This is why you don't leave dangerous monsters in a jail cell. You, you eliminate them. Yeah. Uh, my second winner is Sydney. Yeah, I also have Sydney. Oh, interesting. So Sydney and Will were your winners. Yes. Huh. I mean, they're both my second and third place. There's a clear winner, in my opinion. It's Ingrid. Yeah, I almost chose Ingrid, um, but she... Yeah, I mean, I guess she did get what she wanted. She both got what she wanted. She force choked and showed how more powerful she is than the other two, even if I think that's the dumbest shit ever. And she was seemingly, like, one step ahead of everyone. No, that's true. I'm a little concerned. Like, I both feel like Emma lost because she was tricked by the Snow Queen because she took her memories. But I think also Ingrid was is not counting on the fact that Emma just saw this tape. Yeah, but I think the fact that she's also been planning this for quite some time is another feather in her cap. Yeah, that's true. She's actually she's actually doing a little rumple okay. here, and yeah, she's ahead fair. of the game. That's fair. Um, she's just so boring. Like, she is. I don't win. look. I don't like her. I don't enjoy her. I don't really care about her plan. I think her like to have a family that finally loves me isn't even like isn't that what Selena was going after? Yeah, just more specific for Selena. But we're like go, we're doing the same exact yeah, plot that's again. True. It's true. And almost in many ways, it makes me wonder if the entire Frozen plot was just tacked on to season four. Like, if everything else was actually planned. And then they were like, hey, you need to throw a Frozen plot in there. Because mm. I, I want to go back at some point and watch Snowdrifts. Because I know that Hook touches the urn, but I don't think we ever see the urn again in that episode. You watch it fly through the portal. At the very end. Yeah. Yeah, but that's what I mean. Like, it almost seems like they filmed that whole thing. It's like, oh, we got to throw a Frozen thing in here. He touches the urn. They never talk about it. And then it just... Opens. It op- it just yeah. randomly, and then Elsa is just randomly in the bar. Like you know, it's it's. If I had to tack it on late, that's how I would have done. It. Yeah, I don't know. Because like, it's not even like Emma's like put that down. What are you looking at? It's just like, Ugh. yeah. She does say put it down. Does she say put it down? Yeah, because she's like, I told you not to touch anything. But this I thought she's off screen when she says it. No, I think she's on the screen. Uh, maybe I don't know. Yeah. Um. So next week we've got. Family Business, episode six. Mm-hmm. I think this is the Belle-focused episode. Oh, no. The Belle and the Rock Trolls? Uh, yeah. Oh, I know. Um, so, I don't know if I'm looking... I mean, I guess there will be Rumple, maybe? So, that's great. Yeah, but the, you know, the problem is, this is probably going to be Anna. Yeah. Um, and I guess I'm now interested in how the Snow Queen knows Emma. Both in Storybrook and before. I'm curious as to if there's a story about what she has been doing in the Land Without Magic. I'm curious. Yeah. Because to my knowledge, most of these characters came over with the curse. And it sounds like she came over before. I guess. But see, that doesn't even make sense. Because if she came over before, the first thing... Well, I guess we haven't revealed that yet. There's something about her being able to get there early that wouldn't make sense with consistency. Because if she knew a way to get to there, we know a character who probably would have found her and been like, take me with you. Yeah, we'll, we'll touch on that. Yeah. So, like, something is No, we will touch off. on that. I know I know, we touch on it, but, like, I don't think that makes a whole lot of sense from what I remember. Um, yeah, this, this is not setting up so far to be a really good season. We also, like, there's too many episodes where it feels like we are skipping. Like, none of this episode talked about the book. Yeah. None of this episode talked about the hat. Like those are the of the three plots that I care about. It's snow, the book, and the hat. Well, and it's interesting with the book because Regina's the whole reason that Regina like asks for Sydney's help again is to find to find the Snow Queen so that she can remove the curse on Marion. Yeah, but you know who else might be able to remove the curse on Marion? Whoever wrote the fucking book. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Two birds with one stone, Regina. I don't know. Yeah, 
Um, well, please be sure to join us next time when we watch season four, episode six, Family Business. Five down, six to go? Yeah. We're almost done.